episode of WeChat Divorce. Hello, I'm Karen here with Catherine, and we have a great podcast lined up for you today. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. Yeah. We have the honor of interviewing Sherry Clark of Fork in the Road. Sherry is a midlife courage coach and is the host of an upcoming interview series, which we'll be talking more about today. The series is called It's Your Time, Turning the Midlife Crisis into Your Midlife Awakening. Sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> I want to know. I'm, I'm asking her when midlife is. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Sherry. Thanks for being here. And let's start out with you talking a little bit about who you are and this great title of Midlife Courage Coach. Awesome. Thank you, you guys. It's a, it's a joy to be here. So um, I am a serial entrepreneur, and I've had many different lives um, over time, like many women who are at, quote, midlife. And by the way, I, I define midlife as anything over 40, and there's not an end. <laughs> I love okay. it. Okay. I'm in it. We're there. <laughs> there you go. I'll be signing up for your series. <laughs> Well, you better, darn it. I've got some great, uh, great experts. <laughs> so I have reinvented myself on more than one occasion, um, both career-wise and primarily career-wise, but also in terms of um, my relationship status. Um, I've never been married, but I've been in committed relationships that span more than a decade. And so I, you know, in some state that might be considered common law marriage, but um so I have, an, over that period of time, I have amassed a number of skill sets. And one of the biggest one, I think, is navigating this thing called life. Um, yeah. I have a master's degree in counseling and higher education. Um, I have certifications in um, chef, uh, chef and um, health and nutrition, um, and all kinds of things like that. But I think the thing that makes me the most qualified to do what I do is having survived some of the tough stuff that happens and that life brings us. So that's a little bit about me. Talk to us about one of the tough stuff moments in your life. Oh gosh. Uh, how long do we have? Um, <laughs> so I think that probably the one that I would identify that the most number of people could was deciding when to go. And that is um, one of those kind of, it's a common um, a common thing, in fact, I was just interviewed yesterday and the question came up, how do you know when to go? And that's the, that's the balancing act question because we all know we've get, been challenged by things and, you, and the thought creeps into your mind, maybe this isn't working. And that might be relationship and it might be job. And in my case, the one that I'm going to share is the job one because it actually it's, it was a two-piece, it was a two-piece thing. Um, it started, uh, the, the business relationship that I had with my partner was also my lover. So we were together for 14 years. And then we decided um, to, to dissolve that relationship. Um, and I stayed in business with him for a subsequent 11. So, wow. Yeah, I know. So I get a medal of honor, you know. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> or a badge of stupidity. You know? <laughs> so for me, the knowing when to go was in two parts. Um, when to go in the in the um, personal relationship was kind of a no-brainer. Um, he had been there had been some infidelity. He had betrayed me once, and then when it happened a second time, I said, "You know what? Fool me once, shame on me. Right. Fool me twice, your ass is out the door, buddy." Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> but which makes it more interesting that you stayed in business with him for eleven years. 
Yeah. Well, here's the thing about that. And, and whether or not that was a good decision, you know, we could armchair quarter that quarterback that one forever, but I don't know what that would serve. Um, we were really good in business together. We made a lot of money. We were successful. We did, um, we enjoy, I still enjoyed it. Um, and for me, I was able to mentally make a divide between the person who I didn't want to be with personally any longer and a person that I could still be in business with. Now, eventually that did bite my butt. Um, and eventually I did decide that the things that, I, I deemed as um, not being values that matched with mine um, were, would come up again. Um, and then that's when I decided to leave the relationship or the, or the business relationship. So, and I'm, I'm deliberately, I mean, it's not, I'm not on purpose, not telling facts. My life's pretty much an open book. And if people are really interested in the ins and outs of the story, I can tell it in more detail. But I think that the, the takeaway, the learning point is, is that um, there are varying shades of gray, not just about the book, 50 shades of, but <laughs> right. in some instances, some decisions are black and white. I stay married or I don't, or I uh, stay in this job or I leave it. But other times there are gray. Um, and the thing that I love about life and the, that I love about what I do is I help people when it's appropriate to find gray. And I found gray from in that relationship that turned into a different, it morphed into a different thing. Mm -hmm. and, and that served me, as I said, perfectly, probably not, but find me a perfect solution for anything. And, you know, right. and you get the holy grail. <laughs> that's fantastic that's really we were just talking this morning that relationships or opportunities are sometimes for life and sometimes for a lesson and I think that's what you're saying here as well it's really yeah. fascinating and the sooner we can learn that and the sooner we can navigate through those times in our life is it's better Oh, absolutely. And I, and I really like that definition because I think as young women, we go into things, you know, I'm a baby boomer. And so I went into obviously per, the personal relationship thinking this is it, you know, this is what you do. You do this once and you do it right. And then the second thing is the career thing, you know, where the, my, my parents, the generation stayed and got the gold watch. You stayed at the corporation, you stayed in your business, you stayed forever and you made these commitments and you decided this is who you were. And that's not the case anymore. And I'm grateful for that. I'm happy that that's not the case. However, it gives us more things to navigate. Deciding when to go wasn't an issue when my mother was a girl. You stayed. Right. You stay, you stay, you stay. Well, right. The more options we have, the scarier it is. Because if you choose the wrong option, then what? And you want, we, you know, you go through those younger years want more worried about other people's perception rather than your own. And that, I think, is a big thing that is changing among, let's say, the 20-year-olds and the 30, young 30-year-olds. And why we, going through midlife, need that empowerment at all times to make those really crucial decisions because we have that option now to make decisions for ourselves that's that's you know, awesome and good for you for doing this work and helping so many people i needed you about three years ago when karen and i came into business together because she left her uh she was a firm administrator and worked for the same firm for 30 years 30 years mm -hmm. and it was you know i was her coach during that talking to her talking her through it it's a hard thing to have to do mm -hmm. and again with me i gave up my financial planning licenses to be a true neutral as a cdfa 
you know, we, we're doing this at 50 years old. It's very scary to think, oh no, what if this doesn't work? Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have the right, you know, well, we do have the rest of our lives, but <laughs> we, have <less laughs> we have the second half now. of our lives. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, you, uh, you mentioned earlier um, during the introduction when you said, um, you know, my title is Midlife Courage Coach. And the, the reason that I picked that as my title, and I've had, my title has changed I couldn't find one that fit. And then when I finally came across this one, I said, this is it. Because what I say, I believe that it takes guts to live the second half of your life for yourself mm-hmm. when you spent the first half of your life living it for everybody else and by their rules and their paradigms. I mean, when you think, you know, we go from being under our parents' rule, rightfully so, because we're kids and that, that we, it was their rules and they decided how we were going to live things. And then you're, you, you transfer that power, if you will, to your peer group because you want to fit in. You want to be part of the crowd. And so you wear what they wear and you do what they do and you go to the same schools that they're going to go to because they're all your friends. And then we transfer the power again when we mate and spouse or do whatever. And we transfer that power again to employers who, who in some cases dictate even what we wear, what hours we work, what the protocol is. And so over time, what happens is we've given away pieces and either we we blow up and say when the hell do I get to live my life or we wake up one day and say I don't even know who the hell I am right and we got a lot of those women here Mm -hmm. yes and it takes courage to do the next thing because the next thing inevitably and this is the other c word change Mm. if it's not if the old way doesn't work then guess what has to happen either suck it up and be miserable, which is usually not an option because once you know, you can't unknow, you know, you're unhappy, you know, he's been unfaithful or you, the job sucks or you, you know, you know that mom's got to go to a nursing home. It's staring you in the face. Change has to happen. Now you've got to do something. Right. And the best decisions can be made by you, not by someone else. If you allow yourself to be vulnerable to that. So really happy that you've put this series together. Um, I'm trying to find the title here. Um, I I happen to know it. It's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us what the title is. It's your time turning the midlife life you think I know (laughs) I have it here I have it here it's called it's your time turning the midlife crisis into your midlife awakening thank you Catherine that's awesome and it's fabulous I love that 40 interviews I was scrolling through the speakers or the presenters that you have and we um, Catherine and I, as Mind Divorce Solution, are just thrilled to be a part of it, but we're only a part of it, of, of, of a larger um, base of presenters, so that's amazing. How did you do this, and where do you want people to go with it? Uh, well, here's the, here's why I do this. This is my fifth one. Um, I've done this, this year. I've actually done two for the first time in a single year, but usually I do them annually. And what I do is I like to take the topic of midlife and, you know, because we are all 40 plus the topic of midlife often will revolve around things like hormones and menopause and um, those, the, the typical things. And of course, I have those covered in my series of guest experts that I'm interviewing. 
but I also want to cover the other topics that happen as a result of becoming midlife and obviously change in relationship. Um, so thus divorce and, the, and hence my reason for inviting you is unfortunately um, something that happens or, or fortunately, I mean, let's don't look at it as unfortunate or fortunate, um, that happens to us when we reach typically 40s and, and older. Um, but I also have, we also talk about mental health and mental hygiene in general because there is a greater incidence of depression and um, loneliness and solitude and so that's something that we address. Um, I talk to different kinds of physicians with different theories about things. So I have some traditional medical western doctors and also some naturopathic doctors who take a little bit more holistic approach, not to make one of them right or wrong, not at all, but to expose people to the concept of you can mix those two modalities. You can take the best from both worlds. Um, you can decide you're going to do one thing, and if that doesn't work, you're going to try another. So there's that. Um, we talk about skin because, let's face it, we care about that, and that changes in our lifetime. Um, and even things like um, your menstrual cycle and PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which some women have um, have suffered from. So it's all kinds of things that have um, an impact on our mind, body, and spirit when we're women of a certain age. I love that. Fantastic. And so important. We can't, even though we all have access to Google, it's still, we don't know it all. And to have those resources available is invaluable. So thank you for doing this. Oh, you're so welcome. And I only touched, touched the tip of the iceberg as, you know, as you were speaking, I was just remembering some of the other topics I have are like think, examining things like our relationship with alcohol. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and related to that, we talk a lot about the liver. And it's not, the liver isn't only affected by alcohol consumption. It's affected by the toxins that we breathe in in the air. So I talk about those kinds of things. So can you tell I'm on fire? <laughs> That's so exciting. It's, so, it's always inspiring to help others, right? Yes. So do, do you work with individuals on an individual basis? I do. Um, my work takes um, a couple different forms. Um, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching work with um, women who feel like they want to make a change and they want to do it fast track. Um, I also do group work for, and then my groups are, I have two groups going right now. One is a, a little dip your toe in six week kind of a plan. Um, and that has a start and end time. So those that I'll do periodically throughout the year. And then I have a year long group coaching program that is a little bit more um, cost friendly than private coaching. And it's, it's something that women do in community. And depending on what issues women are grappling with, being in community is a better choice because they might be isolated. Let's say um, those of us who work at home don't necessarily have a lot of exposure unless we try to make that happen to others where we, you know, you've got to get out of your little environment to, to have some to have friends to play in the sandbox with. Mm -hmm. so, yes, I do that. And I also do some corporate work. Um, I do speaking and um, lunch and learns and in-service training for groups who want to see their employees um, be able to thrive. And those are the forward-looking uh, corporations. Those are rare. <laughs> That's great. We have a lot of women here who have been married 25, 30 years. And some don't have to work they're financially fine 
but they want to work in a job that would fulfill them, or they want to get involved with volunteering somewhere or new groups or find interest, and they don't really know where to go. Uh, we don't really know where to send them other than to look at meetups and so forth. So is that something that you help women go through, developing a plan for them to find out what they're, what makes them happy? Yes, yes, I love that question. So um, yeah, for some women um, that I work with are making the decisions, like for example, I might refer some of my women to you where they're starting to think that, you know, I'm not sure how this is going. Uh, I don't know where I'm gonna end up in a year from now, let alone 10, or how, what does that look like? So it, it could be something like that. The career part of it is a big part. Sometimes it's women who have gotten a great deal of extensive training. I have an attorney I'm working with right now who obviously spent a lot of time in school and, um, and is doing her craft and is successful and says, I'm unfulfilled. This doesn't work for me. I make a lot of money, but I work a lot of hours and I have a lot of dislike for what I do. So we're talking about where does she go from there? I'm not a career counselor or a career coach, but the career part of it can't be looked at in isolation. It has to be re reviewed in the, the juxtaposition of, do you need to make any money at all? Um, are you, can you relocate? What are your interests? What lights you up? What brings you joy? What wow. could you be good at? All of those things. Right, that's excellent because it's such a need. And it is really just when you transition through divorce and you wanna rediscover who you are or even change who you were or become someone totally that you dreamt of becoming. It's nice to know that you're there to help them work through that, see, see their different um, available options, and then finally get to what they love. Yes, yeah, and that's the key, to, to actually to love your life. Because if there's a piece of your life that you're not in love with, it's slopping over into all the other parts. And it goes by so quickly. <laughs> it does. Yeah. So Sherry, I presume that you do a lot of the group coaching via um, internet, Zoom, Google, Google, or whatever. What is the modality for that? Um, I do, my year-long group right now, we're using um, an audio-only um, platform. It's called okay. Seminar. So there's a dial-in number. Um, and it varies with the group. Um, sometimes I leave it up to the group's preference. We can also do Zoom or Skype where we can see one another. But some of the work that we do is very deep work. And it's very, it's um, when I've got someone on the line that might be in tears, um, I allow them the opportunity to turn off the camera so that the, they don't feel like they're being looked at and that type of thing. Or the other thing is um, I have women in different time zones, different parts of the world. And um, if there's someone there that in their time zone, it is, you know, it's 11 at night and they're in their bathrobe and their curlers, <laughs> and they don't really want to be seen by those of us who are, it's 12 o'clock noon and we've got makeup on. Right, right. Oh, that's, point. Oh, that's excellent. So your series starts next week, right? Yes, it does. It starts on May 1st. It runs the entire month of May. There is one expert uh, every single day. And on the weekends, I have two that I introduce to the group because we typically have a little bit more time for listening on the weekend. Each of the interviews is um, live for 48 hours. And there's an opportunity if you miss an interview that you really wanted to hear to purchase the series. Um, and I've kept it at a low cost. It's just a little over a dollar an interview. So it's a bargain. Um, and that way you can refer back to it. Also get the speaker's gifts and um, because each of the speakers are 
um, bringing along a little something to for each of the that the listeners get access to a virtual swag bag yes (laughs) so you pay the one-time fee and you get to listen to all the speakers for the whole month and for the for your lifetime you can have a lifetime so you can go back and listen to it that's excellent and so what if some of our listeners want to come in when it's already begun is that okay too Absolutely. It's free while it's airing. So if somebody's like, well, I don't really want to spend the money on buying an interview series, please come for free. There's a free access starting May 1st. If you miss um, one of the early ones on, I even have an encore at the end. So there's no pressure. The, the people that buy it are the people that want the lifetime access or that want to be able to listen at will, or maybe they want to gift it to someone else. Um, again, no pressure. Come participate, be part of it. And most importantly, I invite the people who are tuned in to engage with me. Tell me what expert you really liked. Um, tell me who you think that I should have included that I didn't, if, especially if you know them and you can introduce me to them. This is participative. This is this only, this is my fifth one. I've got, Five more planned. Um, I want to know what they want to hear. That's excellent. Perfect. And so my divorce solution is airing on May 21. And we, again, are thrilled and honored that you included us in this series and uh, are looking forward. And how do we access this? You would go to www.midlife-newlife.com. And maybe you can put that in your show notes or something for, and, um, and I know that you've sent uh, a mailing to the people that are. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. We'll definitely put that up and anyone can call our office as well. And we'll give you the information. It'll be on our website. It'll be on all of our social media at mydivorcesolution.com. So if you want access to this um, amazing interview series, contact us, contact Sherry and sit back, relax and, Become awakened. Yes, yes, this is great. Well, we look forward to working together with you some more um, and helping you this and providing our, you to our clients as a resource. So I think it's fabulous. Thanks, ladies. I appreciate it. It's, it's important to, to look at courageously at the changes that we're making in our life. And the best way to do that is with a companion by your side who has your best interests at heart. And I know that you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning into WeChat Divorce, where we talk about making the rest of your life the best of your life.